It's the first Tuesday of the month, and that means time for Town Talk, our monthly review of accomplishments, issues, and celebrations involving the town of Wyndham, brought to you on the first Tuesday of the month by Prime Materials Recovery, with facilities on Ash Street and Milk Street in Willimantic PMR, assisting manufacturers and utilities to maximize their resources through scrap recovery, as we welcome back the town manager of Wyndham, Jim Rivers. Good morning, Mr. Rivers. What's new with you? Good morning, Wayne. Thanks for having me. As usual, I, I really appreciate coming here every month and Prime Material sponsorship of this uh, this show. It's been been helpful for me, and I think the town. I hope the townspeople enjoy it and get as many updates as we can pack into one hour. Uh, but I'm doing great for a winter that's I call it halfway more more than halfway over. I am excited that we are staring at spring, and uh, that that makes me feel pretty good. And when we talked last month, I think it was January 2nd, didn't you predict we'd have a low snow year? You know, I, I you know, I keep an eye on the weather like everybody. I, you know, it just seems like, you know, we're in a different pattern the last couple of years. And even when they predict snow, like they were tor- sort of predicting a storm and within a week of that, and it was kind of a dud, you know, it, it was much less than they had anticipated. Um, we're just seeing that every, every storm, uh, and again, two weeks out doesn't look very uh, like much in the in the forecast. So, yeah, you know, we're gonna. I think we're gonna be on the record low side of snowfall this year. Uh, even even icy events too, because you know, like I've mentioned before on radio, just because it doesn't snow a lot doesn't mean the trucks don't have to go out. And we haven't gone out a whole lot this this year. I mean, some sometimes you know because you get a little glaze on the road, you got to go out and hit it with the sand and salt. But uh, it's been a pretty good winter for us so far. Well, of course, in the last month since we've talked, you've got a new recreation director, Debbie Fisk, and she's been a big hit so far, hasn't she? Uh, she is more popular than me, which isn't all hard to do, but uh, I, I've already warned her that you don't want to uh, outshine the boss, but she's she's doing that. And uh, you had a terrific interview with her, which I listened to in its entirety. And, uh, you know, we were we were joking before the show that I, uh, half of what I've learned about Debbie was in that interview. You did such a thorough job of uh, exposing all of her history uh, since a child. Uh, and, again, I, I really enjoy uh, talking to her. She is there. She's making uh, a lot of friends in Wyndham right now. She's got a lot of energy. She's got a lot of work to do because we have, we're pretty lean in the, in the rec department right now. She's got to rebuild that team. Uh, but she's got a lot of great ideas, and I think everybody in town is going to be really happy once we start, you know, getting her in gear. Do you anticipate any new programs coming to Wyndham Recreation under Debbie's watch? Absolutely. I think what I've heard Debbie uh, and, and others conversing with Debbie is that we are going to see more in the uh, for girls. Uh, a lot of our programs, you know, kind of focused on boys, and I think programs that are not just sports related there's a lot more that recreation departments can do that's not just sports so uh we have a great facility and uh, i think she's got a lot of ideas she's going to work well with uh, angela up in the uh, senior center social services area she's going to work well with my office amata bruder and then i think the three of them are going to create partnerships and a lot of great programming with all the wonderful facilities that we have in town. So I can stay tuned. It's going to take a little bit. Nothing happens overnight, but uh, I think we're going to really see some things different 
and everybody's going to really appreciate, I think, what they're going to see. Yeah, great hire with Debbie Fist, now the Recreation Director in Wyndham. Another thing going on still right now for a few more days is this Taste to Towns Restaurant Week, actually Restaurant Weeks. Last week, the first week, this week, the second week, and you've taken part in that, including the opening event. Tell me about that. Uh, yeah, I, I attended the uh, the kickoff event, which was uh, at Stone Row, a uh, wonderful restaurant right in the middle of uh, Willimantic. And uh, we had folks there from, from, from Mansfield and Willimantic and, that, and, and Wyndham. It, it's really great to come together with our neighbor and uh, work on anything. Uh, but obviously we both have a lot of nice restaurants. And it's, an, it's a way to get, you know, us to go over there and them to come over to Willimantic and, uh, and Wyndham. And I think uh, it, it's just an, another partnership we have with them. And we have a lot in common with Mansfield. I know some people don't think we do, but clearly we have two big universities. And uh, a lot of our folks that work in Mansfield, uh, you know, they live, you know, they live in Willimantic or Wyndham and they, you know, they travel to Mansfield to go to Yukon. And I suppose vice versa, that there's people in Mansfield that, that travel over here to, to work uh, or shop or, or whatever, dine in, in well, Manic. So it's great to be with them in the same room. Uh, Mayor Tony was there from Mansfield. It was good to talk with all of them. And again, that just kicks it off. We did the same thing last year. And uh, it's been it's been a good program so far. The Taste of Town concept runs through this Sunday, and you can get more information on it by going to the website, taste2towns.com. The two is the number two, taste2towns.com. And that is all one kind of funny-looking word. And again, you can get specials that aren't taking place the rest of the year. I've already done it and might do it again before the 11th rolls around. So, Mr. Town Manager, did you dip your toes in the Natchaug River on Sunday, Saturday? No, I did not, and I did not attend. I was busy at a retreat with the town council at Eastern Connecticut State University, and we all couldn't go over to see it Um I, I, and uh, but I did I did want to report on it because I heard the attendance was was off the charts. It was a very well attended. I don't know if it was the most attended uh, time that they've done this, but it was. I heard from a lot of people they were. It was a great event. Uh, the weather was, of course, more cooperative than it, than on average. Probably it was it was sunnier. It was a little warmer maybe than other winter days. So again, it was uh, what I heard. It was a, one of the best ones they've had. So I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, and uh, that Cupid Ray Aramini told me, great day, 300-plus plungers with between 750 and 900 people on the beach cheering them on. We had just over 100 current and alumni rugby guys in attendance, and the money's still coming in. As he said, this is really, this is the time when it really does start to come in after the event, and they hope to have some figures in the next couple of weeks as far as what goes to the Covenant Soup Kitchen. And he says, we always encourage donations after the event at covenantsoupkitchen.org. Look for the donate button. So that's the news on the big event, the Plunge for Hunger. Have you ever done anything like that? Have you ever, like, jumped in a river or a lake in the middle of winter before? I've done it, but not to raise money. <laughs> I've, done it. I've done it for other purposes. Uh, Was alcohol involved? No, no, I, I don't do, I haven't had a drink in, in, since 1989, Wayne, so that's highly unlikely. Um, no, I, I, again, I was in the Army. I mean, there were times we ended up in the, in the water. Yeah, that's part of what you do. I was an infantryman. 
Uh, there's times when I was working on on different things, and you end up in the war because you, you're working on something, uh, you know, uh, around property that I've owned. So I've been in the water in the in the winter, that's for sure. And uh, again, it's it's a uh, it's an experience. You don't want to stay in there too long. <laughs> so again, I think uh, this is a great cause for everybody to get that experience and exhilaration of going in the cold water and the ice. Uh, sometimes, and and you get the uh, uh, you know, making money. I mean, that's that's the whole purpose of this is to raise money for the soup kitchen. Yep, and it was a fun event. And actually, the weather wasn't too bad. You were just talking about snow a minute or two ago, but I would have to estimate. I don't keep weather track on this, even though I do keep plenty of weather track. This might be one of the warmer days they've had for jumping in the river. So it's not they 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 had one year a couple of years ago when it was so cold they actually postponed it a day and the next day it was significantly warmer. So anyway, that's the plunge for hunger that took place back on Saturday. Uh, you want to talk about Romantic Willamantic Cupid still time to get nominations in? Uh the nominations are closed. So they're going to be deciding tonight at the town council meeting who the Cupid is in secret. And uh, nominations closed, I think, uh, Friday, and I think maybe they took up till yesterday. They were still taking them. But today they're going to decide. So uh, that is over. If you haven't got it in, uh, that's too late. But, yeah, there were, I think, 30-ish nominations, different nominations. That's about average. That's what we usually get. Uh, Many of them are uh, replicas, duplicates. People are are putting names in uh, multiple times. So the council will uh, will figure that out tonight, and we'll, we'll find out on uh, on February 14th at the community center at 10 o'clock, I think. Right, Wayne? Is that the right time? That's it, and we'll be broadcasting that event live. Keith C. Rice will be the man I'm seeing it, because I will be one time zone away in Chicago on Valentine's Day, spreading love throughout the Windy City. Mr. Rivers, were you around for the blizzard of 78? Were you affected by that? I remember it well. I remember trying to shovel out the giant drifts in the driveway. It seemed like it took us days to get shoveled out. And then uh, then going over to my grandparents' house to help them shovel out. Uh, but the drifts were uh, were massive. I lived in uh, Killingly, and on the top of the hill on North Road in Killingly, the drifts you know, were, were six feet, seven feet high. I can remember driving, trying to drive through there days later because you couldn't get through there right away. And they had to bring payloaders in to move the snow from that area uh, on top of that hill there. But it was uh, that was quite a storm. I'll never forget it. Yeah, I think anybody that lived through that has vague, or has, has distinct memories of what happened during that storm. This is the time you're preparing budgets for the town of Wyndham. Where does that process stand right now? So we spend all year working on budgets, but it really intensifies in January where we start putting all the numbers together for our benefits and pay and what our spending plan is going to be for the next year for the town. Um, we have a, a pretty long process in Wyndham because we have, you know, town manager, a lot of staff, a lot of departments. Uh, we have a town council, uh, 11 people there. We've got a board of directors for the city of six people. We have a board of finance with seven more people. And then we have a mandatory referendum, which a lot of towns don't have anymore. So we have a very, very long process. It starts early, and we're right in the middle of it right now. Where I'm sitting down with all the department heads, and we're going line by line, trying to figure out what, uh, you know, where we uh, lower some areas and raise other areas based on inflation or, or new plans. And uh, it, it usually works out pretty good, honestly. We've put a lot of time into it, and, you, and it turns out that it's usually we follow the plan pretty well. 
Uh, the last couple of years have been very difficult because of inflation. So you, you create a plan that's really a year and a half out, you know, because it's going to be from July 1st uh, for an entire year. And if inflation comes hard and fast, you haven't a plan for that. So we navigated that pretty good a couple of years ago, had to cut some things back during the year, but also, uh, you know, uh, managed it well. So we're, we're still in great shape. This year looks, looks more settled down, like we're, we're more predictable on our, our expenditures. So it's going well. Don't, the, the townspeople don't need to panic. I think we're in pretty good shape on the general government side of things. So it looks good so far. I got an email from a listener who says, uh, kindly inform the veterans of Eastern Connecticut what's going on with the former Veterans Center on Crescent Street, Willimantic, as uh, he says that there's been numerous changes there since the start of the year, and a new coffee house at Hop's Restaurant in Mansfield, and another Veterans Center is in the works at 1320 Main Street, Willimantic, because the veterans are not happy with what is going on and are not going to go to the one on the Crescent Street location. Uh, do you have any update on what's going on with that Veterans Center? Um, that Veterans Center is not run by the town of Wyndham, so there's a, there's a little bit of backstory here. Uh, the Eastern Connecticut Veterans Foundation, I get to use all these names and labels. There's so many names and labels going on over there. Um, uh, but the uh, Chamber of Commerce had a foundation, and they set up this Eastern Connecticut Veterans uh, group. They had a, a pretty good coffee house going there. I'm not aware of some of these other things you're mentioning. Um, again, that's not the town of Wyndham, first of all. The building is owned by the town of Wyndham. And what we did uh, over a year ago, about a year and a half ago, is we swapped the Chamber of Commerce building on Main Street with the Crescent Street building that we had vacated, it was the senior center, so they could provide, you know, this coffee house, which they needed a place to have it, because the other locations in the past didn't work out. So they, this was available, and it made sense to let the veterans use it. And we could really, you know, do some things maybe with the, the old Chamber of Commerce building on Main Street. So we swapped leases, uh, uh, without charging each other and take care of our own utilities. I don't know much about what's going on there. I heard some of those rumors that things aren't going as well over there and there's some changes, uh, but I, I, they would just be rumors. I really i am not involved in any running of that facility. All right, and there was a big police action to round up some bad guys on Spring Street and other parts of town last week. Just give us your version of what that was all about and how it played out. So first of all, uh, Wayne, you know, we, I want to apologize to everyone because we, we can't tell everybody in town everything going on all the time. And some things are even more sensitive where it's, it could jeopardize uh, the good services we're trying to provide to the, to the townspeople by, by telling them what is happening. So for, for the last couple of years, I've gotten a lot of complaints about that. Spring Street area, a lot of uh, illegal activities, uh, uh, again, a lot of problems over there. The police have been over there on and off taking care of business. Uh, but in the meantime, I couldn't tell anybody this, but we had a lot of, uh, a lot more police activity than people could see. So that came to a head about two weeks ago when we had a multi-jurisdiction uh, event uh, or uh, a roundup, I'll call it, of the bad guys. Uh, centered around that Spring Street area, but also there were other locations in town where we rounded up at least 18 people uh, with warrants uh, that had various charges from, uh, you know, weapons to uh, drugs, uh, other, other even, even worse things. Uh, so 18 bad guys got uh, rounded up with um, 
again, I, I don't know, I think it was maybe 10 different departments on this side of the state, from Hartford all the way east, many departments, and uh, it was a successful operation. No one was, was injured. You saw some, some news articles, I think, in the paper covering various aspects of that operation, uh, but I'm very proud of the Willimantic Police Department. Uh, it really uh, was a culmination of a lot of work they did for years investigating undercover uh, with their uh, partners in other jurisdictions. But we're often working on things, and we can't, you're not going to announce every day, oh, yeah, we've got some undercover uh, officers working over there on that street, don't worry, because you t- you're tipping off the bad guys. So, And even after, during the event, we didn't want to get too many uh, press releases out because we were still trying to round up some of them. So, again, great operation. I think things have really quieted down there and all around town. Uh, once you, uh, you know, get a couple of these, a number of these folks, uh, behind bars in, uh, uh, you know, more, uh, contained, I guess. Uh, but that's, that's what happened. All right. Thanks for the update on that. We haven't talked about this in a couple of months, but we did talk about it a while ago. The changing parking plan on Riverside Drive behind our building here, the proposal that I'd heard was going to happen, hasn't happened yet was that they would actually put the parking in the middle of Riverside Drive and then have traffic go either side of it, whether you're going eastbound or westbound. Of course, you can't go too much farther eastbound now anyway because it's uh, that, that street is closed off behind the Foster building there. But uh, w- w- what's the timetable on that? Is that plan still in the works? I have not gotten an update on that in a while because I know my engineering department is extremely busy on other projects. Uh, that was... Uh, uh, something we hit and hit on and off over the years. Uh, it's part of the the pedestrian and bike plan uh, to make it safer for those folks. Is that is also the lane that we have the airline trail on. That's how you get, you know, go get through town on Riverside. So again, we've had some plans through various grants uh, put together by professional planners, trying to show us how it could be made safer down there. Uh, but we haven't. I don't really have an update for you, Wayne, other than. Again, our engineering department is very busy finishing up the ARPA projects because we have until the end of the year to really get all that money spent. So I think that one is it's being worked on. I can hear them talking about it a little bit, but I don't think there's any uh, immediate uh, plan in front of us to, to make the changes that, that they're evaluating. And I mentioned the Foster Building, the old Willie Trust Building. Uh, just give an update on downtown development, that building, the one across the street, Murray on Main, and maybe other locations in the town as well. Uh, good question. So uh, we have seen, and I hate to even say this because I'm embarrassed that we're four years or so into this project and we, we haven't gotten it finished yet, but uh, Mr. Kelly, the owner of uh, a couple of these buildings on Main Street, uh, he has been very active the last couple of weeks. Uh, some taxes have been paid, uh, a lot of correspondence between the building official uh, and uh, other uh, assets in the town hall. I think uh, we're going to see some activity, you know, as the weather turns here, uh, pick back up. I, I, it appears that he has uh, refinanced the project and got more funding uh, to continue the project. I hate to even mention this because uh, there's been a lot of false starts in, in past years, uh, but it seems that, I'm, I'm just telling you what I know, uh, no promises, that uh, he is extremely active right now the last couple of weeks. And, again, key to, key to all this, I think, is that, he has a uh, a pile of money that he's about ready to plow into these various projects. Uh, we have been putting his feet to the fire 
on uh, you know making safer or uh, or or demolishing the Hooker Building in the Poya Building because clearly that's a safety concern that we are very concerned about, and uh, I think uh, he is accelerating whatever plan he had. To, we're forcing him to accelerate his plan to uh, to address those issues as well. Jim, we talked a little while ago about the, the wintertime and the snow and things like that. Well, wintertime is also a time when people tend to get more sick, including COVID. And I know a lot of people, both here and elsewhere, who have had it in the last month or two. Many cases, not quite as severe as it was two, three or so years ago, especially before vaccinations and the like. But just give an update on where things stand right now and the effect that COVID has had in the town, not just the town hall, but in general. What have you heard? Well, as you mentioned, Wayne, it's, it's not nearly as bad as it was a few years ago. Uh, in, in Lake Law, and the concern is, is lessened. Uh, there are still, still people that are very vulnerable, of course, to this type of type of issue. And I, I just tell people, you know, be, be cautious if you have issues that may be compounded by this virus. Uh, it continues to change, right, as we all know, and so you need to get an updated shot. I got mine a few weeks back because a number of folks, to your point, were sick at town hall or in, in, the, uh, in the organization, and they were telling me it's like a bad flu for three or four days. So I don't want a bad flu for three or four days. Uh, I certainly don't want to end up in the hospital, so I got my shot, and I advise everybody else to do the same. Now, I'm not getting a lot of numbers because it just hasn't been as severe uh, as it was a few years ago. Um, again, uh, you know, worse than the flu, that's what I'm hearing. Uh, you need to take it seriously, get your shot, and uh, that's my advice. And lastly, I don't think we talked about the Chocolate Fest yet, and that is coming up. Are you a chocolate fan, Jim? Uh, it is uh, one of my few addictions, chocolate. So, uh, yes, we got, again, Chocolate Fest, big event, just like Cupid. Uh, the Chocolate Fest is uh, on Saturday, all day. A lot of events and activities and special things going on at all the businesses, you know, revolving around Valentine's Day, involving chocolate and candy and things like that. So I think, uh, again, it's been a very successful event in the past. I think the weather looks pretty good, and I think we'll, we should have a, a successful event. But, again, visit downtown uh, on Saturday all day. You can see on Facebook, I think, all the different uh, you know, events that each of the businesses are having because they're all doing something a little different, but it's always a successful uh, event for us. Yes, I'm on that page right now, as a matter of fact, and uh, there are a listing of a number of the businesses locally that are taking place in Chocolate Fest Romantic Willamantic 2014, the 18th annual Romantic Willamantic Chocolate Festival. Jim, always good to get your update. Thanks for joining me, pal. Hey, thanks for having me. We love to be here. Wyndham Town Manager Jim Rivers brought to you by Prime Materials Recovery with facilities on Milk Street and Ash Street, Willamantic, headquartered in East Hartford. PMR operates state-of-the-art processing facilities in Canastota, New York, which is the home of the International Boxing Hall of Fame, and also Orangeburg, South Carolina, and, of course, Romantic Willimantic, Connecticut. Learn more at pmrinc.com. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.